Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to TTW After Hours. It is your boy, Johnny Murphy. Yes, it's been a while, but I am back from vacation, back in NBC Studios, with a review of the TTW Power Rankings, as well as TTW Rise to Glory 2. There is so much to review. There is so much to get done. There is all the title changes, of course. But you've already seen the show. You just want to hear my view on the Power Rankings. That's what this show is all about. Let me get started on with this nice little show here. Let's get right into the action. Let's go. We're going to start off a bit differently here today. We're going to have some uh, announcements of the new signees. Um, former tag team champion of WPW, Cody Gray, a.k.a. Cody Maverick, has returned. Um, he has signed a contract with TTW earlier this week worth $1 million for about two years. Um, on that list, of course, we have William Bray, of course, and Noah Clausen. All three of those young men are part of the faction called the Abusement Park. They'll be debuting momentarily. And sentimentally, and a little bit of a signee, a young kid that I know very well, Dizzy Azul has signed on to TTW's rankings. He will be debuting momentarily there is no date specifically on when he will have his first match but that is an that is a good talent to have on the roster um just wanted to keep you guys up to date on the new signees to the company welcome all to the company to ttw and i hope you guys have a great time we're lucky to have you i'm going to get through this next part very quickly um the inactives and those who didn't show up blake albright Mark, who surprisingly, I'm surprised he didn't show up, but he just got booted out of a national championship match because he was good old buddy. That's cool. Um, Caleb Anderson, Zeke, and 23, 22, 21, 19, and 18, Elijah, Brandon Duggan, the newest signee, Billy, Tyler Bowman, and Kenny. Um, those are the young men who didn't come into the show. You already know what I'm going to say. And I think this is self-explanatory. With the exception of Caleb Anderson, who's dealing with his own problems. And Mark. Come to fucking work. I can't talk about you if you don't come to fucking work. This is becoming a thing. I might need to put this on some t-shirts. Come to work, people. This is important. And I don't want to hear that I need to put a place on the card when you don't even show up. Self-explanatory at this point. Come on. Go on. Get it together. Alright, time to get on to some actual contest. Number 20 on the list. Dom Hess made his debut. Who lost to another new signee in gym in a very close matchup. He has not yet picked up a single victory in his TTW career. Um, he is having competitive match after competitive match after competitive match. But then again, you know, you know, I, I draw it back to like, uh, hmm, how do I put this? Like a, like a Ty Dillinger, for instance. You can have great match after great match after great match and takeovers and get some new assignees, but. After a while, people are going to look at you as a jobber if you don't start winning. Like Andrade. 
Andrade, when he versus the NXT, he didn't really win that much. That's why people started looking to him as the NXT takeover jobber. Someone new comes into the company, feed him to Andrade. You know, he'll put on a great match for the guy and put him over. You don't want that. You want to put on a great match and win. So, uh, if Dom wants to be at that higher tier, he needs to start putting on great... He needs to continue putting on great matches, but he actually needs to start getting some wins. Because it's going to hurt him in the long run. Number 17, I say skipped. 19 and 18 because they're inactives. Go look above if you want to see the inactives or hear those inactives. But number 17 on the list, we have Killer Brother Justice, who recently just had a matchup on uh, TTW, TTW Rise to Glory in the pre-show against Romero and put on a great match against that young man. Both young men look extremely great. And I'm going to be completely honest, he has shown sparks at best. He has shown sparks. He hasn't shown that he can hang there with the big boys yet, but he's shown spark. Uh, but I would like to see more. I really would like to see way more from him. Because if I don't, then it's really going to become more of a problem for him. Number six hit on the list is a guy who's been really up and down, up and down as of late. Roscoe. Mr. I don't want to say Mr. Inconsistency, but it seems to look that way. He picked up an L against Max earlier this week in the pre-show. And uh, coming up against Zack, he has a he has a big match against Zack, possibly for the All-American Championship. Um, but, you know, I don't, really don't think it's going to be that much of a problem with Zack if Roscoe can't get it together and get inconsistent because he's really bitten this inconsistency as of late, and it's really going to start to hurt him in the long run. Um, however, something tells me that Roscoe is going to do what he does normally all the time and get it done. I think he won't be hurt as much. He should be okay. Number 15. Wow. Um, there really is nothing really I can say that can encapsulate how much I'm disappointed in this young man. Number 15 on the list is the former double champion. Now, no champion on the list. Angel Perkins Harris, wow. Um, he went in with all the momentum in the world, rise to glory, all-American title, and tag team championships, but everything went wrong. He lost his title match against Zach Rainey, losing the all-American title. Then his partner didn't show up, so he had to team with a man he already hates in Preston Schuler, and lost the tag team titles, because in his mind, Preston wasn't Man enough to tag him in. And then he loses the rise to glory and was the first eliminated again two years in a row. I, I've been saying this for months. I, I, I don't want to be like that guy who says this is it for him. This is as far as he'll go. But this is the thing that Angel does. If you've known Angel for a while, you know this is MO. Angel, typical MO. He can have a great match... He can have a great stretch, but when it's time to come in and actually perform on the big stage, I'd say this, he chokes. He really does choke. And it's sad to say because Angel's an amazing competitor and he's a great guy, but he just choked. This was the biggest night where he could have possibly walked away with not one, not two championships, but the rise to glory and a chance to become global champion. And he failed. 
He can blame Preston. He can blame the rest. He can blame Blake. But the best, but the best thing I can tell Angel is, tuck your head up because you failed. There really isn't anybody else he can blame but himself. And if he starts blaming other people, he's only hiding his own inconsistencies and his own insecurities. And it's sad to look at that man as a guy who's going to become a choker. But the thing is, he doesn't win big matches. He doesn't. And he doesn't do it consistently. Sure, you can say he won the All-American title and the tag titles by himself. But yeah, look what now. Look at now. You had the biggest, you had more momentum than anyone heading into the show, and you failed. It's really frustrating. And I understand why he's frustrated, but at the end of the day, if he doesn't get his act together, he'll be at the bottom where he belongs. And I feel like no one will ever be sad to see that because he's really making no more friends in this league. And it's sad. Number 14 on the list, we have Preston Schuler, a young man who has had also three matches tonight. Lost all three. He lost a hardcore championship to Jonathan Reed, the eventual winner. He was forced, in his eyes, to tag with a man he doesn't like in Angel Perkins Harris for the tag team titles. He stayed in because he, quote, wanted to prove himself to Angel and to the league that he can do it. And he held his own, but eventually was the one that got pinned. And then... He went into the rise to glory and got eliminated second. Preston is, to me, a very hard worker and a guy who can really make it big in the business. But here, here is another case of inconsistency. One week, he's the greatest guy in the league. And the next thing you know, next week, he sucks. This week, yeah, he had great. This week, he suffered from the Dom Hess syndrome. He had great matches, but lost. He had good showings, but failed. More consistency needs to be seen in order for me to actually take this man seriously. I'm not even going to bother with their team because that man didn't show up. Kingsley, you know, he blah, 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 blah. He didn't show up. Piss off. Number 12 on the list. We have Tyler J. Marshall. Oh my God, what the hell? Wow. Good thing that they have a tag team title rematch against Death by Knee in two weeks. Him and Angel. But Tyler Marshall has a lot of explaining to do to his boss. Not only was he the man who didn't show up for the tag title match, but he's the man who eliminated his boss. He eliminated Angel from the match, from the Rise to Glory match. So in Angel's eyes, Tyler Marshall betrayed him. He hasn't said it flat out, but you can only imagine that Angel's thinking, what the fuck? Did Tyler really just do this on purpose? Now, I'm not the one who's going to cause rumors and say that, yes, he did. But again, Tyler Marshall, like I've been saying for the past couple of weeks, like we've been seeing, has been trying to stick out not just as a tag competitor, but as a singles competitor. And to me, that's the smart move for him. I'm not saying betray Angel and betray your friendship, but look, all I'm going to say is he doesn't have anything going next week. But in two weeks time, when they go ahead for the tag titles, we'll see what truly where Tyler Marshall lies. Will he show up and get those tag titles back? Or will he not show up and force Angel to endure another punishment? 
It's his choice. Number 11 on the list, we have the former international heavyweight champion in like, AKA PTSD. There's been a lot of title changes this week. This one was the more shocking. And a match that he designed, he asked for an elimination match between him, Chris Rainey, and Blake Albright, Blake Marker, and he got eliminated first. That is the messed up part about this whole thing. He got eliminated first. Him. And fun, the crazy thing is, I, I'm not going to say no one expected it, but this is just an unfortunate turn of events. Because Mike is an amazing competitor, but yet he lost. So, there really isn't much I can say on this situation other than he needs to get his act together. But hopefully taking out Angel can uh, help. If not, then I really don't know what to say. Cracking the top 10, we have Chris Rainey, who himself again lost three matches, but literally looked good in all three of them. He eliminated the international heavyweight champ, the former champion, and Mike during that triple threat elimination match. He came up a bit short with his tag partner, Justice, against America's Most Dangerous in that amazing tag team match. Possibly match of night one. That was match of night one, actually. And then in the rise of glory, he was the final three. And there was real talk about him being the final guy and him getting the victory. Chris Rainey has looked been, has been unstoppable, on fire. I wouldn't say unstoppable. I would say on fire. This young man is really starting to get it. He's really starting to understand that, yeah, this could be my last chance to get championships. And I really like that. I honestly think that this young man is going to um, get his act together, and he is going to start winning big matches. And that's a great thing. Number nine, we have the debuting Max, who came into the league last week, had a match on the Rise to Glory pre-show against Roscoe, and put on an amazing performance. Um, he was highly ranked by Blake, I'm assuming, only because of the fact that he has such an impressive matchup, such an impressive debut. However, I have to question this because I'm trying to think, do we really want to put this man this high after he was 21 last week? I, I don't know. This, something's weird about it. But I think he sees a little bit of something in this kid that I, that I really don't. I understand that. We'll just have to see more sooner or later. But I think we will. Number eight on the list, we have Jim, another debuting young man. Man, Blake's really putting these young young Blake's really putting this young man high on these lists. Um, another guy who had an impressive debut against Dom. And another young man who again put on a fantastic debut. And he do- rather than look at Max. I think Jim has the better chance out of these debuting young guys to actually be in title contention sooner rather than later. He has all the tools, all the intangibles. All he needs to do is just put them together to good use. Um, As for the future, what may hold for him if he continues on this momentum, who knows? Blake may give him a shot at the International or All-American Championships. Well-deserved, I would say. 
Number seven on the list, we have Romero, who made his pay-per-view debut this week against Akilla. Another young man making his pay-per-view debut and looked severely impressive. This was probably, in terms of debuting guys, match of the night for them. Um, this is a great rookie showcase to show just how good these young men can actually be. And I, for one, looked impressed, and I can't wait to see more from this young guy. Um, along with Jim, he is one of the young guys who look closer to championship aspirations than anyone. And I, for one, think that it won't be very long before Blake, oh, Blake Marker, I keep saying all right, sorry, Blake Marker or Zach Rainey need to look behind their backs and say that this young man needs to be taken seriously. And I'm all for that. Number six, we have the former TTW Global Heavyweight Champion, Jay, who fell to, who fell to justice at Rise to Glory. However... He has also won the TTW Tag Team Championships with his tag partner, Zach Rainey. Which is why I can understand why Blake didn't put him too far down on the list. However, his tag aspirations may look strong, but his singles career may be coming to an end. He has looked terrible. I'm going to say he has looked bad. There's nothing really I can say that can really um, describe how I'm disappointed I am. He has looked bleak. He has not looked like the typical Jay that we all know. He's really just looked... Eh. Just eh. And that's not, that's not something I expect from a former multi-time world champion. So, something really needs to happen... Before, before his singles preparations could possibly be over. I'm not going to say it fully is. I'm just going to say something along the lines of, well, he needs to get his act together. And yet, that he does need to. Because holy shit. This is kind of sad. Number five on the list is Zach... Rainy, aka Mr. Pay-Per-View. Holy shit. What a night for this young man. Possibly the greatest night in his career. He went to first beat APH for the All-American Championship in that two out of three falls match. He then beat the Fallen Angels along with Jay to become the World Tag Team Champions. And then he was the final man in Quinn Miller's way to becoming Rise to Glory winner. Jesus freaking, like, there's just nothing better, there's not a better way to end the night. Zach Rainey, well, there is a better way to end the night, become Rise to Glory winner. Unfortunately, he couldn't do that, but Jesus Christ, you talk about a great night. Zach Rainey had the greatest night of the show. He went three matches long. He not only stood toe-to-toe against APH, but he also went out with championships. He is the new double champion. He is the new standard. He is now the he is now the new guy in terms of people you need to watch out for in the league. And that is awesome. I am all for this. Congratulations to him. I am very happy for him. 
number four on the list, we have the new TTW Hardcore Champion, Jonathan Reed. Wow. He went from having the greatest start in TTW history to losing consistently from weeks to weeks. And then finally said, I'm had enough, beat Jay last week, and now is the world's hardcore champion. I, 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 I don't know what to say. This is honestly just an amazing turn of events. Just Jonathan Reed, in my opinion, was always a guy to watch out for in terms of in terms of like competition and willingness to not die. But to do this is very impressive. His first title in ETW with when I'm already know is gonna be way more to come. Congratulations, Jonathan. You've earned it, my brother. Number three on the list is the new TTW Global Heavyweight Champion, Justice. He finally done it. After sustaining the longest reigning championship reign of World Pro Wrestling with his United States title reign and with his tag title reign, he can now finally join the likes of Jay, he can now finally join the ranks of, not Jay, of Angel Perkins Harris and Blake Marker as the only Triple Crown champions in TTW slash WPW history. Only three men have won the World slash Global Championship, the United States, or in a continental, or in a national, or all world, or all all-American championships. Basically, only three men in the companies have won the world championship slash global title, the tag team titles, and a mid-card championship. Blake did it with the Intercontinental, the World Heavyweight, and the tag titles. APH did it with the United States, the World, and Global, becoming undisputed champion, and the tag titles. Justice did it with the United States Championship, the World Tag Team Championships, and tonight with the Global Heavyweight Championship. And all I gotta say is, it's about damn time. I am so happy for him. He worked so hard, done so much to do for his business, and I, one, am so happy to see him finally rise above and become the new Global Heavyweight Champion. The sky is the limit for this young man. And I wish him nothing but the absolute best. Congratulations, Justice. You've earned this. Now go celebrate, my brother. But while you're celebrating, you need to watch your back for this man. And the man I'm talking about is the new Mr. Rise to Glory, Quinn the Real Deal Miller. He, I told you guys this would happen. I, I knew this was going to happen. Quinn rolls to the occasion again, and once again, has now given himself an opportunity for championship gold. But this time, for the first time in his career, he could have a chance to become a global heavyweight champion. And I am terrified. This 
couldn't have been a worse scenario if you're Justice. Now you got to deal with Quinn. This is not what you want, not what you would have had planned. And I, for one, am just terrified. Justice, this is the wrong guy you want come after your title. That real deal uppercut hurts like hell. And it will have you in pain for months. And you can, just like that, lose your girl who have you a championship. He has an entire year to cash that man, cash that in. And if I were him, Quinn, I'll use my games. Because Justice knows you're coming, but does no win. Use to your advantage. Number one on the list, we have Blake Marker, the new TTW International Heavyweight Champion. All I have to say is it's about damn time this man finally got his act together. He finally understood what it really means to work both in the business sense and backstage and in the ring. And I, for one, am all for it. I am loving this. I am enjoying it. And I'm happy for it. This is something that he needs to embrace. And with him holding this championship, it is now something that he can use to his advantage and potentially become the most dangerous man on the company. Nobody has more momentum than Blake right now. And I'm all for it. Congratulations, Blake. And congrats to all the champions who won this past Sunday. That ends another show, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to make this outro short. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being here. You guys are awesome. We all know this. Please, if you feel free, tell me what you guys want me to do. Inbox me your ideas. Inbox me even if you want to show up to the show. As always, I've been Johnny Murphy. You guys have been awesome. This has been TTW After Hours. Stay awesome. Stay fresh. Stay amazing. We'll see you around. And we'll see you next week. Stick around.